the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 10 to 11, where we discuss and dissect political talking points of both parties, even on Global or Golden Globe Night, which is one of my favorite award nights. That's when people so void of character, they give awards to each other for imitating other people. It's great. It's self-aggrandizing. And this is when we are witness to exactly what the hierarchy of our society looks like when uh, actors and actresses and celebrities tell each other how great they are. So I didn't watch it, and I hope you didn't. But what you, I did watch and what I know you're going to be a, Exposed to whether you watched it all day or you're going to tune into any news tomorrow. Sean from Elmwood Park. Thank you. Is the Fire and Fury? That was a good guess. It was good. The Fire and Fury, the book written by a very unusual guy, a guy who uh, was only on one talk show today, and that was that of Chuck Todd. Uh, it's Meet the Press, Chuck Todd, with the author whose name is Michael. What's his last name, McBeth? Wolf. Michael Wolf, who's a peculiar-looking character. You know why I couldn't remember his name? I keep thinking of Truman Capote. Every time I look like him, he's the spitting image of him. So he looks nothing like Truman Capote. He looks exactly like him if I say he does. So he is on today, and he was asked some pointed questions. Now, I don't like Chuck Todd. You know, he's uh, worked for a Democrat in the past. He's kind of like a taller version of George Stephanopoulos. So interwoven with the Democrat Party that that's the agenda. And as is so many of the Sunday shows, it's pretty much the same show, same talking points with different accents. And every once in a while, they wheel out Martha Raddatz just to prove that you can live to be 98. Um, but with the with the interview of Michael Wolf, Chuck Todd asks him a very direct question. And it's within this answer that all you really need to know about this author is really answered. So if you have the clip, Macbeth, I mean, we, don't do I it, the clip. we don't do it a lot. But I like to start out with a clip because it really does. You know, and, and here's the other thing. Macbeth. No, here's what we do a lot. You come in and ask for a bunch of stuff. I make it and then you use half of it. That's or true. you use all of it in the first three minutes. That's true. That's, That's what true. we do. Because you know why, Macbeth? I spend, you know, seven days getting ready. 
And I want to talk about... I thought you were saying you say you spent seven days in an ADD fog. It could be. Yeah. And I want to talk about the economy. I want to talk about the phony numbers. I want to talk about Jeff Sessions and his personal vendetta against marijuana, but yet he's another 71-year-old Washington guy who thinks Viagra is harmless. Right. I wanted to talk about the hypocrisy of a Trump administration letting the FISA court run re- reckless again and, and re-implement all of the, the monitoring that, that he rightfully so didn't like about his own campaign yeah. i wanted to talk about the reopening of your of the hillary clinton uh scandal the two-day scandal with not just fusion gps although that is outrageous but also uranium one which is the greatest pay-to-play scheme in modern history i wanted to talk about the fbi right and and just the systemic political hacks that they are i'm sorry but they are All right. I thought it was bad when we had the crossdresser Hoover in there. It's worse now as you have Democrat donors in there. So, you know, these are the things I wanted to talk about. But this is the story on every news show today is this this author who is. And I am telling you something right now. I bet my pinky on it. A bald faced liar. And for those of us who grew up around people who were scam artists and liars. Tell me if this doesn't sound like one. Walk me through how you were a fly on the wall in the West Wing. You know, I literally kind of knocked on the door and said, can I come in? And they said, "Okay." And I came in. I sat on the couch and that's the point of view that I've written this book from. I mean, in the real intention of this book is to have readers sit with me on the couch and watch what's going on in the West Wing. I went into this with absolutely no agenda whatsoever. Sure, I have no particular politics when it comes to Donald Trump. This is really all about human nature. Now, if you've listened to my show for over a year, if you've listened to my calls in, I am we apologize. not, oh, I am no, not sorry, we're going. a Trump Krishna, right? I don't love Trump. I don't think if, anybody would uh, contest that. In fact, my argument with him is the policies of which I believe 70 percent are, are, are not conservative, are not about liberty, are not geared towards capitalism. Aside from that, what this guy has an absolute and total vendetta and an agenda to character assassinate Donald Trump. Now, the other thing I I have always said, if you listen to the show, we praise Donald Trump when he does things that benefit our liberty, when he does things that are conservative in nature, when he does things that that strengthen the fundamental capitalism that the country was built on. I don't like corporatism, so I'm against his infrastructure. I don't like deceitful, punitive, progressive taxation of targeting a section of our society and stripping away their property in the name of another. I don't like a lot of his things, and I certainly am not in for what's coming is is some version of Obamacare. I don't like any of that. But as a person, it is irrelevant whether you think he's a great guy and he won an election and he is the president. I am not also, I never advocate, and it's always bothered me for many, many years, respect the office. I don't necessarily think that's true. I respect the intent of what the man in the office is about to do, but I don't give respect to an occupation. I don't. I respect the office to the same extent that the man in the office respects my liberties. Exactly. That being said, I have said on numerous occasions, my my, uh, disagreements with Donald Trump on policy are not about his personality. What you're seeing in this country 
is all of the people who supported Hillary and all of the never Trumpers, they have come to an agreement that the, the way to get this guy out of office is through impeaching him. And the way you're going to do that is through character assassinating him. Or 25th Amendment. Exactly. Well, that's the, that's the goal. That'll be the cannon yeah. used. You don't need impeachment but they're gonna at that point. Flank you just need a few uh, cabinet the, members. You know, the other thing is he's, he's clearly falling into the trap. I, he really is taking the bait, which is a shame. And I wish somebody would say, you know, listen, don't give this guy any more credibility than he deserves because he's going to destroy his own policy. And the reason I say that is I watched this interview very, very carefully. McBeth, you have my favorite part of this fraud, of this liar, Michael Wolf. There was no official. I was certainly not brought in to be the... You weren't invited to write this book. The court chronicler. I was sort of invited. I mean, Donald Trump is sort of, oh, yeah, yeah. And I said to him, I said, listen, I'd I'd like to do a a book. And and I remember, because I remember he seemed deflated, a book. I had to pause. Doesn't it seem like he's the kind of guy who's trying to explain why he's in the wrong neighborhood buying drugs? Oh, yeah, my friend lives over there. Yeah, it's just sort of over there. Macbeth, listen to me. I watched this interview. And if you have a chance, ladies and gentlemen, go on YouTube and watch it. He is an absolute, unequivocal, bald-faced liar from his eyes shooting all over as he reaches for nonsense that sounds believable. That sounds believable. And if you think that this is believable, you're delusional. But give me the rest of the clip, because it's really important as he evades and lies when asked direct questions. Who cares about right. a book? And I said, no, no, I'd really like to do this. And then, and then he named a couple of other authors who he knew, who he said, oh, yeah, they'd like to do this, too. Um, and I said, but, you know, I is it, is it okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I went around, what? and it was, so it was basically me saying, the president says this is, this is he likes this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone would say, oh, okay, great, sit down, talk. What, what is, this, is that a sentence? What is this guy is saying is that he walked around inside the West Wing and said, hey, the president said it was okay for you to talk to me. And they said, oh, okay. And then they talked to him. And this chinless, ferret-faced Chuck Todd gives him the, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. What do you mean, uh-huh? Because he, he, loves, he loves it. And exactly. he wants it to be true. That's the agenda they fit. Because now what they're going to do is these people in their Brooks Brothers suits pretending to be on your team are going to run around and fill in the blanks where this fraud clearly lied. Not to mention, there's already numerous errors in the book numerous names that are wrong this is about steve bannon sitting down with this hack and and here's the real plot and you know i know something Macbeth. i'm very proud of myself on one level if i may invoke a trumpism just one level just one level Uh because i knew steve bannon was a scoundrel a rat a goldman sachs hack who front ran goldman sachs money in order to enrich himself if you know anything about steve bannon did you know how he made his money Macbeth? It's really quite interesting. He cuts a deal uh, in specifics into Seinfeld's TV rights. And he claims that he was working on behalf of trying to get an investor. And when they ultimately kind of backed out, he took it. See, that used to be called front-running orders or inside trading. But now it's just business as usual. This is the Liberty Hour. We will be back. Give us a call. 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every week, we address the policy. I'm not interested in character assassination in order to achieve a goal. Let us discuss the policies, and each and every time when we discuss and articulate liberty, we win the discussion. We don't have to character assassinate people. Let them do it themselves, like Michael Wolff is doing, like Bernie Sanders is doing. And what I like to point out is the ridiculousness of when Donald Trump grabs a Bernie Sanders policy of the imaginary fair trade, or when he tries to seize Barack Obama. Obama's insane corporatist payoff known as shovel-ready jobs in infrastructure uh, uh, spending. We will attack Trump every time he's wrong with a policy that spreads loss among the people to benefit his select contributors each and every time. And we'll beat him on those policies. We don't have to character assassinate him or his family, take cheap shots, ridicule. I, I You know, I once again, I told Macbeth during the break, I'm forced into defending Trump, which I normally don't do. What country do you come from, sir? But this is not about, this is about the the stability of office in my mind. This man was elected fairly and rightfully so by the people of this country. He is the president. Now, you can fight him vehemently on his policies. You can argue against his policies, like I did with Barack Obama for eight years, as I knew his agenda of socialism, of planting the seed of Obamacare. I knew what it would do, just like so many others did. I know what Keynesian economics leads to, this quagmire of lies and deceit we live in now. I get it. But let's argue on the policy, because what they do when you have this kind of a character assassination is you become tribal. We become tribal, and now we're forced into defending somebody. They defend their team, and the fake, beat fake, fake, fake. exactly. And the beat goes on, and that beat is the is what's what's drowning the people of this country. Because the reality is, none of these issues, none of these important issues, are really being discussed. So you've got a government spending bill that is around the corner, that is skyrocketing. They are. We are going to capitulate on DACA. All of the people who elected Donald Trump to straighten out the, the issue with DACA, that's, that's over with. We lost that. That's, that's going to be here to say. Now, I tend to uh, have a different immigration policy, but that's not the point. But, but, but wait a minute. Donald Trump is, is great at everything, though. You're, you're going to play a clip, aren't you? Well. Well, only because I went to uh, the best colleges or college. Uh, I went to a, uh, I had a situation where I was a very excellent student, came out, made billions and billions of dollars, became one of the top business people, billions. went to television, and for 10 years was a tremendous success, as you probably have heard. Uh, ran for president one time and won. And then I hear this guy that uh, does not know me, doesn't know me at all. By the way, did not interview me for three. He said he interviewed me for three hours in the White House. It didn't exist. Okay, Stop it's it right there for a minute. Imagination. If he would have let off with just that part, right. just lead off with that. We, I mean, we, I, this is why I say he fall, falls into the trap, right? He and is he, his own worst By the enemy. time he gets to, to the jewel in the sentence, you already don't want to hear it. Because he's done this because kind of, of a mouthful of sand that the jewel was buried in. Exactly. You've got this wow. kind of almost talking of you know, the third person about how great you are. By the time you get to what you should have started with is this guy is lying. He did not interview me for three minutes, yeah, that, let that, alone three hours. He had no real access to me. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The way you form lying. that is, first off, this guy never interviewed me. Next, of lesser importance and then of further lesser importance. Not 
A bunch of ancillary crap and then followed. Because here's the precedent. Oh, and there's more ancillary crap, by the way. You got more of it? Oh, yes. All right. And what I was heartened by, because I talk about fake news and the fake news media, was I really was the fact that so many of the people that I talk about in the terms people. of fake news actually came to the defense of this great administration and even myself because they know the author and they know he's a fraud. That's the position I find myself in. I know. I, I, it's I'm gonna tell we you were what. talking about this in the break. We both feel a little dirty. This is outrageous, though, that this is happening. Yeah. Okay, This is outrageous that this guy, who clearly, when asked a question, can't answer it, is clearly lying about not only his access, but his yeah. time with See, this that's man. The thing. I think it was under a different pretense that he was there. I mean, exactly. And that's the other thing to look into Bannon. Bannon's the one that brought this guy in. Bannon is today what he has he always been. probably helped him cobble together all of his experiences. He's, he's a with, real scoundrel. If you're on yeah. the line, stay on the line. Do we have time for Jim? Uh, we do after this. When I saw some of the people say, and you look at some of his past books, he did a book on Rupert Murdoch. It was a terrible uh, expose, and it was false. So much of it was false. Uh, I consider it a work of fiction. It's, it, it really is outrageous. What do you think, Jim? Jim, are you there, buddy? How are you? What do you think, Jim? Chime Happy in. Here. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. How are things? Splendid, splendid. What do you got going? <laughs> well, Brian, I'm going to stake in my grill and just uh, listen to you. And- About a point oh nine. Okay. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thanks so much for the call. The problem is... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry? Go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> Let's, uh, what, what do you think about is, with this? Trump is misaligned by a lot of people in the media. In my opinion, maligned. You mean maligned? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, I, he's, I, I, well, that's a given. That's a given. Yeah, there's there, no question there about it. And that's him. what politics is. That's yeah. not. That's not the point. If it's true, and that's part of the problem. That's why good people though, don't get involved. No, I think you're right. There's something to be said for that. There yeah. really is. Thank you so much for giving us a call. Now, that's listen to me. On, on one level, if if it's true, it's not maligning somebody, right? If you talk when I talked about Trump, right. when I talked about Trump and I talk about the nonsense of Trump University, when I talk about the giving money to Rahm Emanuel, I'm giving you fact of what happened. Right. When I tell you, listen, we've got lawsuits of him not paying contract. These are facts. Well, you know what? Though? I'm not there, maligning there are him. truths that you and I could tell about each other in the incorrect context, which could malign. It really depends. And when you're talking about somebody there um, for, you know, supposedly one reason. And then writing a book. Here's what disgusts me about this book. It, it isn't that it's taken on. It isn't that it's taking on Trump. Yeah. It's that it's taking on Trump in a third person it's hearsay just way. Right. It's hearsay at best. He's not really telling you where this information comes from. That right. he is passing off as if he was on the couch. And How if and when can, it proves out to be, uh, you know, BS to a certain extent, then all it does is help Trump. Macbeth, and this is the thing that's crucially important about this interview. He gave one interview today. Yeah. And in this interview to a friendly, a friendly interviewer is Very. the nicest way to say it. Yeah. It is obvious that this man is lying about nearly everything in this book. And the problem is that that lie becomes truth by the time the guy who's trying to defend himself gets his pants on. And it's all the way around the world, and now it is harming. I believe this kind of a, of a character assassination of our president, whether you agree with his policies or not, is harming us in the world, and that's my beef with it. I don't mind attacking Trump on his policies, especially when he's wrong, which is 80% of the time. But when you do this, when you make him look insane, when your intention is to do this, to have someone impeached falsely, when I, I, I have to laugh at when a Democrat who the party of John F. Kennedy 
And if you've read the, the book of the intern, you realize Monica Lewinsky wasn't the first molested intern. When you read this, the, the drug, the, all of the nonsense that's taken place from Kennedy through Clinton, when you read of what goes on by Democrats, Ted Kennedy, pick a Kennedy. It's all the same. And all pick of a, a Kennedy, sudden, any Kennedy, all of a sudden lucky. they're going to seize the moral high ground and yeah. all of a sudden the mental stability. When you have a Soviet, <laughs> their agenda is that of the Soviet party. Their agenda is that steeped in socialism, social engineering, and collectivism. They openly say, let's target a certain portion of our society to benefit another. That's a mental illness to me. This guy defending himself in a way I don't like, because I don't like the way he speaks, that's not mental illness. This guy's he's, he's being attacked from all fronts, and right. they're attacking his kids, which is outrageous, especially when you see the weakness in the kids of past presidents of both parties. I well, have never seen his it. kids are adults. There's a little bit difference. Is Chelsea is Chelsea Clinton an adult? She was not when she was a. When she, she is was now. President's kid. She but is now. No, but when she was the president's kid, it was different. Six hundred thousand dollars for being a pretend reporter. Well, that's different. Come on, and, and and the whole thing with the corruption. The real story this week is Uranium One. The real story is GPS fusion or whatever it's called. The real yeah, fusion, fusion is that we have found where the real Russian collusion is. There was actual and it's Russian in the collusion. DNC. Demonstrable. The DNC. That's the real collusion. The real collusion is play-to-pay known as the Clinton money laundering machine. And then the flip side, that's we've the got collusion. After and, the break, uh, uh, what's this? You know, you get you want to talk about somebody who's willing to defend Trump or at least try. Um, we got Miller. Oh well, I'll tell you. Here's Isn't the problem. That, with it. it was just gold. You I, played that for me. I usually am one of these guys who say, "No, we're I, not having anything more longer than twenty seconds, thirty seconds." Nope. We're going to come back and I we'll lead off with that. But, but here's the thing about Trump that I see disheartening, and it, it is that he's picking the wrong people, and I don't just mean Bannon. This pencil net geek, this this Pez dispenser, Miller, he should be thrown out tomorrow. But in fact, he's going to be touted as a loyalist, and we're stuck with him for another three and a half years. This is the Liberty Hour. We will be back after this. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 10 to 11. Rejecting political talking points, fighting for liberty, fighting for capitalism, fighting for the rights each one of us are guaranteed in the founding of our country. The real Americanism, rejecting socialism and corporatism, identifying the players in those, those arenas that uh, really have have plundered the citizens of the United States of America. And they don't even know it. They don't even care. We're, uh, let's just penalize this small group over here and we'll give you a child credit. All right. Good by me. Sunsetting taxes, uh, tax benefits. Yeah, that's fine, too. We'll support that. That's a Republican bill. And one of the things I've always rejected about Donald Trump is when he first uh, came into politics, Roger Stone. I fought I, he, a long time since the 70s, Nixon cohort lobbyist of the torturers lobby with Paul Manafort and black. I mean, it's it, it's evident that this, these people are bad influences, are bad dudes. And they're his inner circle. The other thing that was I was completely baffled by was uh, Steve Mnuchin, uh, a Goldman Sachs money bundler for Obama. And then what did he do? He grabbed Cohen right behind him. Another Goldman Sachs Wall Street 
proclaims to this day what a, what a great Democrat he is. These are the economic advisors of the Trump administration. I don't understand how a guy could be so successful in business. Let's let's go with what he said. So successful in life and so successful in business and constantly pick bad people. Nobody exemplifies that like Steve Bannon. I mean, just and, he, and the proof is in the pudding as to what you see, what you see in this book. Trump's response to it, I think he's falling into the trap. He's biting on the bait and he sends out possibly the worst person yeah. to defend him. A 30 something good for I mean, well, what well, good is this part kid? of the Bannon thing? I think is it's. Steve Bannon genuinely thought he was going to get Trump to ride some ideological line. And Steve it Bannon. Just, it's not going to happen. You could tell guy. a lot about somebody by their philosophy. Yeah. Steve Bannon is a collectivist. Yes. Anybody who is selling you national populism is, is selling you a corrupt yeah. lie. National populism isn't just a union payoff. It's not just a, a contracts to your contributors because it is all those things. It is a lie. Meant to deceive the majority of people in a false patriotism. And it is the worst kind because it weaponizes that patriotism against your fellow citizens, right? It tells you anybody who isn't acting or hiring or working in the way you want it, they're anti-patriots. All right, now before we play this Miller clip, I have to uh, make a disclaimer. Um this is, this is, you may want Steve pop- Miller, size 14 neck, you pencil may with want- that giant head like a Pez dispenser. You may want popcorn. Oh, boy, it's a long one. A phenomenon that was happening that you didn't see, a phenomenon that was happening that the rest of the political class didn't see. All these so-called political geniuses in Washington, whether it be at the big lobbying firms, the only person who's called himself a genius in the last week is the president. We didn't set it up right. I blame myself because I was distracted by your big head. Good, because it's your fault. Um. So he's talking, Steve Miller is out there, and he's, his idea of defending... He's got his band with him. ...is defending Trump is to attack CNN, which is what has really kind of, in my opinion, taken away from the, the issues, the specificity of, of, of the true benefits of Donald Trump and what he did. You, you could... Listen, he's the president. He won fair and square, right? He won the electoral vote. Uh, millions of... 50 million people voted for him. He is the president. He has done some very good things. Instead of talking about that, we go down this path that Trump followed as he as he ran, which is just keep attacking the character of whomever you're talking to rather than focusing on the issues, which is easy to do. Listen, he's talking to Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd's not a great guy. He's a hack, a Democrat shill, has been, will be forever. And um, it, he comes off as that, too. But the, you, the two of them about, are, are made for each other in this clip. This is about maturity. You're, you're representing the and president. And neither one of them has any. You know, one thing, growing up a, a political junkie since I was a kid, one thing you have to say is, is and things were heated in the 70s. Believe me, the, the Jimmy Carter years, the oil embargo, the, the, the Nixon scandal, Ford falling down the stairs. I mean, you name it. Reagan. Ford falling down the stairs again. Reagan truly, right? <laughs> Reagan, truly the, a real conservative, a Goldwater-like neoliberal uh, with, with true half a foot in, in, in capitalism, half a foot in paramilitary spending. It was a lot of contention There's going on. a big on. union guy. There's a lot of things people forget I, about I, Reagan. On one hand, he fought him. On one hand, he was right. right. I get all that. I lived through that. But never before have I seen or heard of such an atmosphere where it is truly irreconcilable differences. Nothing is really going to get done. And it's great. And this is the 
spokesman of the president. Now we're going to finish the clip. Yeah. Uh, he is on. And the, then there's another one. Meet the press. <laughs> it's a long clip. But what happens is really astonishing for a Sunday What happens program. is a schoolyard um, wine fest. Yeah, between give it to these the people. Give it it happens to be a true statement. OK. It's self-made billionaire who revolutionized reality TV. And I'm who sure changed the course he's of watching politics. and he's happy that you said that. But you know, Jake, you can be, no, no, you can my, be condescending. I'm and, not being no, condescending. I'm trying no, to get to the point be, that Steve Bannon. You can be condescending. That was a snide remark. You're sure he's watching and he's happy. Let me tell you something. Why is your that network, you can, look, you can be as condescending as you want. It's part of your M.O. But listen, the, you can have 24-7. I have no idea why you you're attacking have, me. Well, I'll my, explain my, to you. My, my yeah, point I'll, is, I'll tell you why I'm attacking Steve Bannon, you. Steve you can Bannon, have, Jake, you can have a 24-7. Help push the president's travel ban. What, he helped, I, he helped I'm, pull, pull I'm out. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because that's just, one of the Stephen, fake news Stephen, items Stephen, in the book. Stephen, I can't I listen to it anymore. Make you it would, go Jake, away, make About how the travel ban was written. Let me push the travel ban. If you would let me. Steve Bannon would let me. If you let me. This is why I wanted the full thing. You get 24 hours of negative anti-Trump. Man, oh, man. Oh, you love me, don't you? The kids are running the school. All right, we will be back after this, the Liberty Hour. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. You're listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Hysterical coverage on this network that led in recent weeks to some spectacularly embarrassing (laughs) false reporting. I think the viewers viewers are entitled to have three months of the truth. Why don't you just give me three months to tell you the truth about Donald Trump that I know and then all of our campaign staff? Because it's my show and I don't want to do that. So I hate it when girls talk. All right, listen. Bob's got something. I wanted to talk to, you know, Macbeth, I, I had a whole thing on Bruce Rauner. You don't Rauner. get to talk, this isn't your show. I had a whole thing to talk about Bruce Rauner and his oh, wife yeah, and that political stunt. Can you imagine being an old an old soldier in the VA? You round the corner as I you're know. sneaking out to have a cigar and Diane Rauner standing there in a nightgown. You'd think the ghost of Christmas past broken. Talk about not helping the seniors, but hurting them. That, we don't need Diane walking around hallways, that's for sure. See, Bobby's trying to Bob, avoid it. Bob, what do you what got? What do you got, baby? I, I hear that. Sean, you know I love you, right, brother? We uh, gotta start there. I, all right, here's what I got. Here's what I know. It says "busted" on the uh, call screen, <laughs> which I mean, that, you see, Macbeth likes to put the guys that hate me to the front of the line. So go ahead, give of it course. to me, baby. <laughs> that is not. No, that, that was not uh, Meet the Press. That was not Chuck Todd. That's Jake Tapper on on. You CBS mixed up your clips, Sean. You got even a different network that you said it was. Oh, did I really? Yeah, you said Chuck. Yeah. Are you sure? Is he sure? Did you cross-check him? Yes. I can't. Listen, in my defense, Bob, they're all the same I've got the dude. whole pot. That's true. I mean, the only thing difference is, that, like, one guy's got a chin, one guy's five foot two. I mean, it's all the same show. And here's the thing. So, Macbeth tells me, you know, you got to watch all of them. What do you mean you got to watch? You know what it's like to watch all of these things? I'm delirious by the time I'm done with the fourth M- meanwhile, one. Meanwhile, I don't watch any of I them. I want to order from yeah. Chris Wallace's wife. She makes soup. That's the only book I could remember after the whole thing. It was outrageous. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. <laughs> Can I ask a question? I want, to, I want to know, what's your takeaway from all of this? What, what's your takeaway from all this book drop going on? What do you think is going to be the long-term thing that's coming out from that book? They're, they're, well, here's the thing. This was, this was the, the battering ram that will open up an impeachment. What's going to happen now is that they're going to use it so that the Democrats can seize the House or win as many many seats as possible because they're, they're going to run on, he's crazy, he's dangerous, he's got the nuclear button, get him out. They're going to hope that that lesser of two evils, that's the winner for for, for politics now. It's a race to the bottom, brother, and the people keep buying it because we don't know what we stand for anymore.
anymore. You tell me the difference between infrastructure and shovel-ready jobs, and I'll tell you there's a difference between Republicans and Democrats. But right now, I don't see it. Matt in Chicago's on the same page you are. Matt, how are you, brother? Hey, what's going on, son? How you doing, man? Good, good. What do you got? This is, you're exactly right. This is exactly what they're going to do, and and this is this is this is just a tip of the iceberg. Get ready. And now, this could, is their new this is their new playbook. Matt, could you imagine gonna, if we had a playbook when Obama ran? I mean, when Obama won, I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine if we had a playbook? Do you when Trump realize ran? what this guy did? What this guy did to our economy? I'm talking about not oh. just the shovel-ready jobs. I'm talking about Obamacare, which is the cornerstone of tyranny that forever yes. will affect. It's never going anywhere, man. You see it now. Yes, it's not going anywhere. The man, the man came right out and said he wanted to redistribute wealth. I mean, isn't that like out of page one of Karl Marx? It's all, I mean, it, Matt, listen to me. We got good guys. We got good guys. Steve, uh, 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 the, the economist I used to like, I, I think I personally menti- mentally blocked his name. Uh, when you hear these, these old Republicans talk about how this economy is good and all they're really pointing to is a stock market that they're fueling with printed money. Do you understand? We've increased the monetary base 600% in 16 years. It's almost inconceivable. And you're telling me you got you got guys going to work right now who they're being told inflation is what you need for the country's well-being. What? I mean, it's insane what's going on. The Keynesian uh, money funneling is now or money uh, fusion into into faking of a strong economy is now adopted by Stephen Moore. Oh, money That's funneling. I like that. It, we might as well combine the words. Yeah, when we'll, got, we'll make stuff up. When you've got old conservatives like Stephen Moore who I used to respect greatly. I read all his books. He knows better. He's talking about an infrastructure as if it's supposedly a good economy. They're pointing to a GDP that's cooked. Matt, the numbers are Enron math cooked. And you're telling me everything's good? It's not good for 80% of the country out there. And what do they do? They do the same thing Bernie Sanders does. Look at those rich guys, those one percenters. We're going to take more from them. We, as Republicans, don't stand for anything anymore. The the more I hear Republicans talk, the more it sounds like Venezuelan, a hybrid of Obama and Bush. Nobody's talking about real fundamentals anymore. No one's talking about your liberty. And when this is going on, the FISA court gets more power. When this is going on, more of the things we hate are being implemented on us. You know, this tax bill, I, I, if you listen to the show four months ago, everything in this tax bill is a scam. And you know it because they say that it's sunsets. What the hell is a sunset? Sunsets, what, be, what you stand on, you look at on the beach, you look at it go down with your wife. It's romantic. It's not when you start to lose the benefits they say are in this bill, just shut up and vote for it. So to me, we're being conned. And I, I, I reject it all. The sad part is they've, they've set up the, the system where any Republican, any conservative that wins, this is going to be the mantra. You already saw it. This isn't new either. This went on with Barry Goldwater when he first ran. There's actually a rule where now you're seeing psychiatrists come out of the woodwork and they're testifying without examining Trump that he's mentally unstable. So now we're going to get so-called experts who come out of the woodwork who are really socialists. They didn't see anything wrong or they don't see anything wrong with Bernie Sanders saying everybody should have free college and free health care and free everything. That's perfectly sane. But but Donald Trump, he's crazy. We got to impeach him. So what what I'm seeing is a system where we can't win anymore. And when we do win, they undermine you by attacking you personally because they cannot argue win the argument on their stance. They have to attack the guy sending a message that differs with theirs. This is the Liberty Hour, fastest hour in radio. One more segment, McBeth. 
We got to get more time, baby. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every week, where I was right about the author, was talking to Chuck Todd. And that's not what you said. You said, well, we were we were putting Miller up. Um, oh, Miller, thing. right. You Miller was Tapper. Todd, yeah, Todd Tapper. okay. They're fungible. Tapper, Todd. Whatever. One's got a chin, one doesn't. Tuberculosis. Listen, before we get too sidetracked, and I could talk about this before all day. Before we, we get too sidetracked, <laughs> the whole show let's jump in the DeLorean, go back 45 <laughs> minutes, and make sure we don't get sidetracked. There's something really important, because Dan Prof will not take my calls in the morning um, anymore. He's I been don't, putting me on I don't hold. take your calls in the morning either. So... so uh, this week, to be fair. there is a big push. I, I'm going to tell you something. This Bruce Rauner is truly a saboteur. He's the kind of Republican that makes me sick to be to even call myself that. I, okay, I, sometimes I think like a Republican. Bruce Rauner is an absolute fraud. But the main thing that, that that whether you agree or disagree with policies, that's not the issue with me, and that's not why I call him a fraud. I call him a fraud because he's got a little chubby enforcer called uh, Nancy Kimmy. And this is a lobbyist who single-handedly has secured $17 billion of Illinois money going to corporatist frauds. And she's just involved in a big lottery scandal. You can find it at the Chicago Tribune, John Cass, uh, through him. You can, you, you can find what I'm, what I'm talking about specifically. The article is long, but it's, it basically says she didn't disclose a relationship of a girl. She got the job in the Illinois lottery. Then she acted as a lobbyist for a firm to get a $2 billion contract with Illinois. Now, this is normally something you see from 50-year-old Democrats uh, or 50 years ago in the Democrat Party. This is st- systemic and this is this is synonymous with Chicago. But this yeah, is a Republican. This is a Republican pulling it off, pulling this off. And this is a guy who, who wants to deflect from this scandal by taking that scarecrow into a, into a VA hospital to, as a publicity stunt. That's outrageous to me. So we have a viable candidate in Jeannie Ives. I'm going Wednesday. She's having a uh, fundraiser, an event. I got to get the directions from Prof if he'll send them to me. And uh, I, if you listen Listen to this station and you're tired of being deceived and lied to. You have a viable candidate in Jeannie Ives. And if you stand for anything, if you care about Illinois at all, you must throw out Bruce Rauner. Don't let the fear of a J.B. Pritzker or a rabbit face Kennedy get in because I got news for you. They're no different than Bruce Rauner, except he has the, the audacity to pretend he represents anything different than the Democrat corruption. And if you think I'm wrong, Google Nancy Kimmy. And, and granted, she can scare a bulldog off a pork chop. But look at the scandal she's been embroiled in since Rauner has been sworn into office. It's outrageous. It's offensive. And it's too bad that Illinois doesn't have an attorney general that looks into, into uh, 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 political corruption. Because we could have somebody look into this. Well, that's not her job, is it? This is sickening. This is absolutely sickening. And then once again, it's a Republican. I have been so disgusted. First of all, I, I knew that um, Hassert, Denny Hassert, as he was front-running real estate purchases to accidentally make a million, the pedophile scoundrel that he is, uh, all of a sudden, he made me disgusted to be affiliated with Illinois Republicans. Bruce Rauner solidifies it. Every one of them that are sitting there, and you know, I, I called uh, Bill Brady 
couple months back, and I, I was talking to him. He says, oh, you got to support Rauner. Brady, you're another feckless uh, uh, Illinois Republican that have stood there in office and done what exactly? Because never forget, people of Illinois, it is the Republicans, the Illinois Republicans that raised your taxes. They're going to blame the Democrats, and they could demonize Mike Madigan, rightfully so. But it's the Republicans that put the nail in your coffin. Throw Bruce Rauner out. you got one chance. It's this year. And Jeannie Ives is a wonderful person who's she a really principled. Is. She's a principled Veteran. woman. Yeah. Come on. And then Rauner, what did he ever do except sip champagne and wine with that midget mafia called the Chicago Democrats? All of a sudden, he's a Republican. You're going to be distracted with a VA visit? He could care less about the VA. Care less about the people of Illinois. Throw him out. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back next week, and hopefully Rauner won't be. I have to go home. 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 Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.